Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Cyclone Insider live stream and podcast. I'm Travis Hines. He's Randy Peterson coming to you after a bye week, both for the Iowa State football team as well as the Cyclone Insider live stream. So good to be back. Glad to have a football game to talk about for this weekend. Iowa State travels to Waco to take on Baylor at uh, what time is this game at, Randy? 2.30? On Saturday, um, unfortunately, Iowa State riding high three and one in the Big 12 winners of three of their last four after a pretty disappointing one and two start to the year. I don't know if it's been a completely different football team over the last four games, Randy, but it certainly seems to be inarguably an improving football team. And I think we talked about that a little bit after the Cincinnati win, but it'll be interesting to see what they look like on Saturday after a week off in a game that they're going to be favored, but on the road in a place that's been tough for them to win the last few years. I think this sets up very interestingly for Iowa state, especially when you look out further ahead and, you know, this is one of those games where if you're going to get to six wins, you'd sure like to have it. If you're going to get to six wins, you darn sure better get this one. That's, that's for sure. Hi, Travis. Um, Yeah. This, um, it's the same Iowa State team. Yeah, it's the same players, same coaches, and all that good stuff. But I think it's an Iowa State team with more confidence than they than they've had. Um, they've they've garnered this confidence after um, after the Ohio game. I think that was a a, um, a great wake up call for this team. A, a great wake up call for the coaches. Um, they both needed it. They changed the, <clears throat> excuse me, they changed the offense, not drastically, but they, they're throwing the ball more and they're, they're performing the offense better than what they did. And especially they're doing that well over the last few games. I would say that the offensive line is improving and it's certainly got, um, more veteran depth with, with Jake Rimsburg coming back last or to whatever that was two weeks ago at Cincinnati. So I, and I presume he'll play more on Saturday. Um, and, and this team is, is two and O since Brendan black, a true freshman has, has joined the starting lineup. Now he's not a difference maker. He's not the difference maker. He is a difference maker. <coughs> Excuse me. So yeah, I think this I think this team is the same team like like you said, but but it's 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 in in the fact that it's the same players, but they're running different plays. I think they've opened the offense up some more for Rocco since he's proven that he can run a little bit. Um, I mean, he's not who I don't know second coming of of I don't know RG three in that respect, but <clears throat> but he's. 
he he knows he knows what he's doing out there on on the field and then the fact that they that he has shown that he can rush the football also and he's got a little bit of escape ability i think that's enabled them to to try some option plays for example so it being curious what what plays we see and how long it will take iowa state on saturday to um work off some work out some of the kinks after after not having a game for the last um for the last week yeah we heard campbell on tuesday talk about how they kind of for the most part maintain their normal game week schedule for practices throughout the bye week um he cited just the fact that they're so young and for a lot of guys this is so new that it didn't make a lot of sense for them you know to completely take their foot off the pedal and deviate from what has been working well and it's just another week of getting reps for these young guys and i think randy to me when you look at what they've done over the last four games and what they might do over the final five of the regular season is that it's probably worth putting it into perspective and context in who Iowa State is, who they could be, and who they're playing. Because when you look at the schedule, you know Oklahoma State is three and one now, but they were playing bad football a month ago. Iowa State beat you know, they beat TCU again, maybe a mediocre football team. Cincinnati is bad in my opinion, and Oklahoma is a college football playoff contender. They got demolished by Oklahoma and they beat those other three teams that essentially are their peers right now, because this is not a team where we thought coming into the year that it could or would compete for a big 12 title. It's almost doesn't matter what they did against Oklahoma because they're not competing against Oklahoma. They're they're competing against Oklahoma state, TCU, Baylor, to a lesser extent Cincinnati. Cause again, I think Cincinnati is going to end up last in the league but they're beating the teams that are their peers in terms of what they're trying to accomplish in the 2023 season, which is get experience for these young guys, try to get to a bowl game. And they're taking care of business right now the way they need to be. And then you look out the rest of the season, this is a winnable game on Saturday. They're a favorite, or at least they opened as a favorite against Baylor. You're home against Kansas, which is good, but not great. Then you're at BYU, same thing where BYU ain't great, but you know they're okay. They can win some football games. And then you got the Texas-Kansas State games to end the year. Texas at home looks really tough. K-State on the road looks really tough. So, And I think you wrote this, that these next three games are really pivotal because they're against their peers, their peer group within the Big 12 this season. Texas is on another level. I think K-State is probably on another level, but we'll have a better idea a month from now when that game comes. But – and I don't I say all of that to be very complimentary of Iowa State. Like they're winning the games that are in that are going to dictate their season in terms of bowl game, in terms of the vibes. If you lose to Oklahoma and Texas, like I mean, and on the road to K-State, like that, that's the way things go. Like that's not a big deal. But you've already stacked these three wins. And if you can get some combination over the next three, I think you're feeling pretty damn good about where you are as a team and a program if you're Iowa State. I don't know whether there's anybody right now, Travis, realistically, that would have Iowa State at what what is Iowa State now? Four and three? Maybe I don't I don't know. I don't know whether there's anybody that 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 realistically would have had would have thought they'd be better than that. Okay, I guess you you can say that the Ohio loss was a was an outlier. Okay, five and two, but I I, I still don't think that I, I think Iowa State being right now 
four and three. Iowa State's in the exact position that I thought it would be in. And the fact that they're doing it with these young players, like like you mentioned, that's that's really a, um, a feather in the cap of of the coaches of the recruiting. Let's not forget that. Let's not forget that a lot of these guys, Brendan Black, I mentioned him a few minutes ago. Brendan Black came ready to play. Um, I'm not certain that JJ Cole didn't come ready to play, except for the fact that. Rocco came ready to play better. Plus he had some experience. He'd already been in the system. Um, Sama came ready to play. What's a, um, um, the tight end, Ben Bramer, those guys, um, Jack Sadowski. I don't think we've seen that from a freshman class before. And we didn't know what this freshman class would be like, but now we know that. And it makes you scratch your head a little bit and say, okay, maybe Iowa State could have been five and two at this point at this point in time. But the fact that that it's 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 four and three. And like you said, with with the next whatever it is, the next three games that are going to it's going to be those three games will determine whether Iowa State goes to a bowl game, obviously, because you got to win two of the next three. Because you yeah, you got to win two of the next three. Because like you said, because of the gauntlet on the end. Um I'm not ruling out winning at 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 BYU, for example, I, like you said, BYU is not great. I don't know that BYU, other than the the whole different time zone stuff, I don't know whether BYU presents a lot of 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 problems um, being with a for a for a visiting team. So the way Iowa State has played has played the last few games, and I, I have to say that again, the way Iowa State has played the last few games, I think winning. Anything except those winning the uh, winning those two games. Anything except assuming a victory in those two games is is certainly on the table um, for the, for this team. Uh, there, uh, Campbell told us on Tuesday that he didn't foresee any injuries. So this team is as healthy as it's been. It sounds like yes. Sometimes coaches. Coaches stretch the truth a bit there. Sometimes I'm not saying that's the case this time, but uh, um, I, I, I certainly look for for Iowa State. Like I said, once it gets past maybe maybe the first possession, the first possession on either side on both sides of the ball, work the kinks out. Then boom, it's just like back back to normal because there will be there will be some 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 rust after after not playing. Um, I'm assuming. Uh, but the, and that's that's to be that's to be expected. Um, but uh, um, yeah, I, I'm a, I, I really fully think that Iowa State can win this game, and I would I actually would would halfway expect Iowa State to win this game. What are your thoughts on Baylor? I mean, I think they're in a similar situation as Iowa State, where the youth has made life a little bit more difficult for them after. You know some high points, or certainly winning the Big Twelve being a being one of them under Dave Aranda, where you know things have gotten a little more difficult this year for the Bears. Yeah, and, and it starts with Blake Shape and the quarterback, and and he's been hurt. He's played the last three or four games, and and in those games, he's 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 eighty nine for one hundred and forty five. And no, I don't know this off the top of my head. I wrote him down just before he came on, eighty nine for one hundred and forty five for for twelve hundred yards and. Um, he's completed six, that 61% of his past completions. So he is playing well. And in that respect, Campbell, I think was, 
was was being extremely 100% accurate that in his last two games and especially his last six quarters, and I didn't look up the, the quarters, but but certainly certainly in his, in his last few games he has been he's been very good, um, so I think that I think that that's that's where it starts. There's a good uh, a good group of receivers, just like Iowa State's got. I don't know about the offensive line, but Iowa State because because Shapen has been has been sacked a few times, but I don't think Iowa State will pose much of a of a threat to sack to sack Shapen, but they certainly can make him uncomfortable in the pocket. And if he is uncomfortable in the pocket, the Blake Shapen that Iowa State saw um, the last time they played them, I don't think it is is the Blake Shapen they're going to see on Saturday in the respect that that his injury is curtailing him from, from the escapability, that, at least statistics-wise, escapability that that we've seen him have before and plus i was on a a pod with um, a couple of our colleagues at the at the waco paper um and they they said they said the same thing that that the injury that he had i think it was some kind of knee or leg or something or other um that 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 that's been limiting him as far as his his scrambling and being able to get out in the pocket and make plays so that's that's another situation, but but Iowa State is good has been good against those kind of, of quarterbacks for the most part because of of um, Bo Freeler, for example, um, um, Zach Lovett, for example. I'm not saying those guys, those linebackers, out, whatever you want to call that position, that hybrid position. I'm not saying they're spying on a quarterback. They're that they're they're going wherever he goes, but they're certainly aware of where the quarterback is going. And, 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 and Shapen is, is, has that capability because Iowa state has seen it in the past. So that's the, that's what I'm looking for from, from, from Baylor. I'm looking for a, a Shapen game from them. I'm looking because the, the other, the, the, the rushers, I, I'm not, I'm not blown away by, by Baylor's um, rushing. They're, they're rushing, Actually, Iowa State's rushing average is is better than Baylor's, um, not by much, but but that says something right there. Um, and Iowa State against the rush is a little bit better than Baylor. And for Campbell to say that they're mere images, he was that was right on also, essentially. Um, so I think this is an but but passing offense that's that's where it could be the difference. Baylor's averaging two hundred and eighty yards. A game passing offense, he'll be passing into a, a, a secondary that has whatever 100 interceptions, 12, I think it is to be. What is it? 12, I think, interceptions this year among the second type for second in the nation in interceptions. Which so it's going to be shaping against Iowa State's secondary or vice versa. And you know, whoever comes out the best is, is I will go home the happiest. Iowa State, Baylor, Saturday, 2.30 p.m. in Waco, Texas. Randy and I will be there to give you all the coverage you could ever dream of on DesMoinesRegister.com. We're only uh, about a week and a half, not even away from the start of basketball season as well, so be sure to look for plenty to read and listen to about Iowa State basketball, both on the men's and women's side of the Suka Basketball Complex. For Randy Peterson, I'm Travis Hines. This has been the Cyclone Insider live stream and podcast. Thanks for listening, watching, and we'll catch you next time. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, 
human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.